inspirational and instructional. Dr. Joe Schwartz's book, Super Radiant, sold on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, gives a step-by-step approach to finding your bliss through TM. Hi, everyone. Uh, Dr. JLJ here. And I'm going to talk about motivational speaking today, specifically how to take motivational speaking to the next level. And I think the level that I'm talking about isn't really entirely, entirely different from my two, three, uh, uh, two or three favorite motivational speakers, Tony Robbins, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and of course, you know, I love Wayne Dyer. And um, there, there, there are so many things that these gentlemen have said and, have, and they, they really have addressed an audience and helped so many people. It's, it, it's been fantastic. Um, let me start out, but I, I think there's two things that are missing, which I'm going to address today. And I want to bring out into the public eye two important things. One is that we need to increase our mental health awareness. Uh, aphorisms, sayings, books, uh, you know, uh, cookbooks, they're all addressed to the general public. Uh, when Tony Robbins speaks, when Joe Dispenza speaks, when Wayne Dyer spoke, uh, he, he was all these individuals, they had great things to say, but who were they talking to? They, their assumption was we're, we're talking to a, a fairly normal, well-adjusted audience that um, maybe is middle class, maybe has some dreams, some aspirations that they're afraid of acknowledging or they feel they can't reach, what can I tell them real quick in terms of mental health, in terms of self-help to get them from point A to point B and and have a really happy, productive life or feel that that they've um, achieved something in their life that's important to them. So let's start out with Tony Robbins. He's been around for 45 years, I believe. And what are some of his famous thoughts? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna read them. Uh, for he says, when you're grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. And of course, I've said that before in many of my podcasts. Al, um, we you know I'm thankful for many things, and if if we all develop some gratitude and thanks, um, that really is setting the stage for us to really. Um, feel more confident that more good things can happen. I challenge you to make your life a masterpiece. Well, I had a whole podcast on imagination, and I certainly agree with him that foreseeing and getting the picture in your imagination of how your life can be this this beautiful portrait, okay, that you can create, in your own with your own palate is is very much achievable. The third thing that Tony Robbins said is action is the most important key to any success. And he repeats this many times. And I, I certainly agree that you know plans are great, but taking actions on your plans is really getting yourself over that hump to be confident enough to do that. Um, never, um, never start setting a goal without taking some form of positive action 
towards its attainment, which is a follow-up of what he just said. And then he goes, repetition is the mother of all skill. Okay, so many, many of these things I absolutely uh, uh, agree. And I'm, I'm going to give you a few more quotes. Um, knowledge is not power. Knowledge is only potential power. Things do not have, things do not have meaning. We assign them, we assign meaning to everything. And, you know, he, of course, Tony Robbins is not a psychologist. And I don't, I don't think he, he really addressed that issue of psychology and what he was trying to do. Um, and, and that's okay. But I think you really have to give credit that um, when we talk about repetition, I mean, we know in psychology through operant conditioning, the more you repeat something over and over and over again, it's going to sink in your brain, including speeches or you do affirmations, you say things that are positive to yourself, can really sink into your subconscious mind, which I think maybe that will be another podcast that I'll do. But um, another thing Tony Robbins said was, no matter how many mistakes you make or how slow your progress is, you are still ahead of everyone who isn't trying. So, you know, he's, he's saying that people just are too afraid or too unmotivated or too lazy to get started in creating a, a dream life for themselves. And then he said, if you talk about it, it's a dream. If you envision it, envision it, envision it it's possible. But if you take action, that's the best, which is further along what he's, he's, he's advocating action and doing things. Where focus goes, energy flows. Where the energy flows, whatever you're doing will, will be better. And another really good one was the only impossible journey is the one you never begin. And, you know, when, when I think about my own life, including this business here that I've taken my psychology practice, my forensic and clinical psychology practice to the next level to motivate other people, to infuse some humor. And, and of course, my own story, my own tragedies and successes um, I think it's important, but I had to start it, and, and I had to write a book, okay? And, you know, uh, uh, the last nine and a half years of my life, uh, I had plenty of struggle, but, but out of that came a book, came these podcasts, of course, um, came uh, social media posts, which I'll be having, and uh, a lot of other good things uh, really got rolling, but I had to start them, okay? And it wasn't easy. And um, I really had to push myself. And this is what people in our society, I think, have to understand, particularly young people, that, you know, you don't get, any, get anywhere in life by looking at social media or Instagram all day or being distracted by the television and, and posts and a blog, you know, other people's lives, other people's lives, and what they're saying, it, it, it's, that's okay. I mean, I'm talking about my life, for goodness sakes, right? But my message to everyone else is, is what a lot of these motivational speakers like Tony Robbins and Joe Dispenza and um, Dr. Wayne Dyer have said is that you're special. Believe it or not, you are special. And, 
And like Abraham Maslow said, we, we all need to be fully self-actualized. We all need to reach our full potential as individuals. And I, I fully embrace that. Absolutely. But we also, a lot of people, again, you're on your way to achieving all these goals and all, and, we, and you have all these, you get like a pep talk from say Tony Robbins and all these little uh, sayings that are so good. What if you're walking around feeling angry all day? What if you're walking around feeling panicky all day? What if you're walking around feeling very anxious and yet part of you wants to create something or be better at sales or, um, you know, be president of a company one day, okay, um, or, or get a college or a graduate degree, okay, you, you're going to have to address that in therapy. And you're also going to need, this is the second thing that I advocate, is, is some type of relaxation technique. And, of course, the one I love is transcendental meditation. And the other good stress relaxer is exercise. So this is how I feel we could take it to the next level. But let me share with you some really good insights that Joe Dispenza has had, which um, I, I also really embrace, and I think they're wonderful. So Dr. Joe Dispenza, now the, the last two guys that I'm going to talk about, uh, uh, they're, they're not laymen like Tony Robbins, who became incredibly successful. But they, they came out of my field, out of psychology. So Joe, Joe Dispend is a, is a psychologist. And uh, he said, if you want a new outcome, you will have to break the habit of being yourself and reinvent a new self, which I think is wonderful. I mean, I, I feel when I started this business, again, to use myself as an example, that is what I really wanted to do to reinvent myself or to take it to the next level or football players, you know, they're, they're okay in uh, division three college or even uh, big time schools. They want to go to the NFL. They have to take it to the next level, right? So you have to reinvent your a new self. And I think this is important for people. And the best way of re reinventing a, a new self is not doing it on your own. This is where I think I what I have to say can take real motivation to the next level because clear up whatever is going on inside of you in therapy. Clear up whatever is going on inside of you with a great stress-reducing technique like TM. Uh, another great quote of Joe Dispenza, warning, when feelings become the means of thinking, or if we cannot think greater than how we feel, we can never change. To change is to think greater than how you feel. To change is to act greater than the familiar feelings of the memorized self. So that, you know, he talks a lot about the body and the mind, Joe Dispenza, and how we have to override the body's desires. Like, I think I was listening to one of his talks where he was saying, you know, you get up in the morning and the body wants you to go to the bathroom and make coffee and, you know, and, and, and like, I, I, I kind of get that, that he wants you to control everything that you do with your mind cognitively and, and not so much uh, give into the feelings uh, of your body because that, that may or may not be a good thing. For example, he says, a memory without the emotional charge is called wisdom. So let, let's say you were divorced, right? 
So that's a memory. And, you know, when you see that scene of moving on from that person who may or may not have been the greatest person in your life, um, that could be charged with a lot of negative things, with depression, with guilt. So if, if, if you just have that divorce scene in your mind, is what Joe Dispenza is saying, and you don't attach those, those bad emotions to it, like I, I split up my family and my kid, you know, my kids didn't really respect me for that, even though the fighting stopped. You, you know, you take that away, it becomes a chapter, a chapter in your life where you moved on from one person and presumably to something better. Even if you're alone, you're not having that stress of, uh, or maybe the abuse of being with that other person. Another great quote. And I have a couple more for Joe, from Joe Dispenza. Um, uh, and, and I could teach your body emotionally what it would feel like to believe in this way, to be empowered, to be moved by your greatness, to be invincible, to have courage, to be in love with life, to feel unlimited to live as if your prayers are already answers and answered. And, and I think this is a theme that I also see among all those three motivators is to act as if, act as if. And I've used that myself and um, we can use that with affirmations. You, you tell yourself, um, I am enjoying this beautiful country home on a lake. And you, you, you see that in your mind that you are already there, okay? So act as if you've already done the thing that you're striving to achieve, which is a very powerful technique. To live as if your prayers are already answered is wonderful. And then he even talks about meditating, Joe Dispenza. He says, meditating is also a means for you to move beyond your analytical mind so that you can access your subconscious mind that's crucial since the subconscious is where all your bad habits and behaviors that you want to change reside. Now, I have a little different take of, about meditation. Again, I don't teach transcendental meditation, but it is a mantra meditation. And you, you, you really just enjoy a very blissful experience when you do TM. Uh, you don't necessarily say, oh, well, here I go. I'm diving into my subconscious mind. Uh, but the, um, the, the, I, I think he's kind of confusing how you can use your subconscious mind in a relaxed state. I think a lot of times when I come out of meditation, um, there, there are some thoughts that I've had during the meditation that are really insightful, like how to um, deal with a particular patient that I have on my clinical caseload in a different way or you know, maybe where I want to go, that'll be a thought that'll come in to my mind during the course of mantra meditation. I come back to the mantra, um, the TM. So uh, it's true. Your subconscious does hold all your bad habits and behaviors that you want to change. And conversely, if you can start to reprogram your mind, and he's really big on this reprogramming thing, which I am too. Um, but I, 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 try to, I try to take it to the level where 
I'm smart enough to understand that just listening to Dr. Joe Schwartz or any one of these doctors, you know, once or twice, that may not be enough. You're going to have to sit down weekly with a therapist. And, and I think my message is so timely because I'm going to talk about this later. I mean, the research, um, uh, uh, it, 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 I was looking at this article um, and the article said it's with, with the such, with such a staggering amount of people estimated to be living with mental health conditions, it's clear that something needs to be done. And, and I'm going to talk about that before I end my talk today. But there is a staggering amount of people with mental health conditions, reported or not reported. And I, for one, um, I'm a big advocate of mental health. Not, not, not necessarily, you know, um, a, 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 you know, not necessarily motivating people like these other guys do, but to really just hit the nail on the head that your audience, I would say 80% of them, or at least 50, probably have some mental health condition and they're looking for a quick answer. And of course, there are no quick answers. And it, it, you know, the work that you put into therapy, if you have find a good therapist, of course, will really pay off um, and, and probably augment all the positive material you're reading from Tony Robbins or Joe Dispenza or, or Wayne Dyer or myself, okay? So what else does he say? Um, your thoughts are incredibly powerful. Choose yours wisely. Um, and of course, I've stated this in, in a few other podcasts. A man or people become what they, what they think about all day long. So you've got to be really careful to keep your thoughts on a positive trend. And of course, that's not easy. And um, it, it really is a matter of disciplining yourself and programming yourself, like Joe Dispenza says, because I've said this before on my other podcast, by default, you're being programmed. Behind me is the television. In front of me is the computer, which every kid in America and every adult in America and iPhones. And, and you can look at that day in and day out and all the commercials you know, are repeated over and over and over again, all the suggestions to to eat this and not that, or take these wonderful pills and this powder you put in a glass of water and the pounds melt away. Um, all these, all these um, suggestions that are entirely unscientific, you know, um, are programmed into your brain. And when I say I'm unscientific, I'm not even going to name the ads, but we see them every day. You know, take this pill and you'll have plenty of energy. Oh, by the way, the FDA has not approved any of this stuff. There's been no scientific research done. As opposed to my advocacy of TM, for example, where there have been um, over 400 independent studies over the course of the past 10 years at UCLA, Harvard, University of uh, 
California Medical School, University of Michigan Medical School, all determining the benefits of, of doing the Transcendental Meditation Technique, plus over 600 scientific articles published in leading scientific journals that have uh, advocated that Transcendental Meditation is the premier way of reducing stress, which is everywhere and even more so in this society. Uh, so the, the combination of doing therapy, doing TM, I think is very powerful. There are many studies that show people improving their mental health almost instantly once they start to do TM. And of course, when you do TM and you also exercise and you also have a good therapist, which I talk about all the time, you're really going to start to see big improvement in your life. So um, I think I have one more from Joe Dispenza, then we'll move on a little. He says, first, every day I would put all of my conscious attention on this intelligence within me and give it a plan, a template, a vision, with very specific orders. And then I would surrender my healing to this greater mind that has unlimited power, allowing it to do the healing for me. And second, I wouldn't let any thought slip by my awareness that I didn't want to experience. So he, he, he's saying what I, I, I advocate myself and I agree with that your mind is so powerful and the thoughts that you put in there into this computer that's maybe a million times stronger than any um, AI. I mean, we, AI is such a threat, but the biggest threat and the biggest blessing is upstairs right here. And people have to understand that because once you gain control over your thoughts and your behaviors, you can really create a masterpiece of a life and you can reach all your goals and become quite successful. But I think what he said here was kind of, it was really beautiful when he says, I would surrender my healing to this greater mind that has unlimited power. And if anyone takes the course and studies uh, Transcendental Meditation, You'll start to, you'll hear very frequently that there's a creative intelligence in the universe that that resides with inside of all of us. Okay. Um, and it, it, there's, there's no religious connotation to that. I mean, you could practice TM and still be a Catholic or um, evangelical, a Protestant, a Jewish person, uh, someone who were, uh, who's a Muslim. It doesn't matter, but I think the, the, the expanded notion of consciousness in that within all of us, we have this creative intelligence and power, which I think Joe Dispenza is referring to here, really can, can help us um, when we give it plans. So, he, so the subconscious, you know, many years ago, I, I read some motivational books and they used to say, God resides in the subconscious, okay? And I, I would like to believe that's true. And I, I, I think what he's saying here is very true because 
you you can't do this on your own. Okay, um, when when you have a business, you need partners or you need people that work with you to create things. And and the biggest partner you might say is the creative intelligence of the universe, which he says here to surrender to, and I think is very important. Okay, and the create you know the most powerful. Thing in the universe is not Procter and Gamble, it's not Madison Avenue, it's not some pill manufacturer, or someone who um, let me just shut this, or someone who um, has um, uh, has uh, a, a drug company that's going to help you reduce your anxiety or depression that has terrible side effects. Okay, inside of you are a lot of the answers. Okay, and I'm a big advocate of yoga and meditation and natural ways of, of improving your life. Okay, exercise. So um, the last person I'm going to talk about now is, um, is Dr. Wayne Dyer, who's really a favorite of mine. And um, he, he, um, he, he really... What I loved about Wayne Dyer is that he, he, he's more spiritual than any of the other two that I have mentioned. And, um, and, and I think this is really a wonderful thing because he's, he looks at people in a very um, humane and compassionate way. And um, he, 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 um, he does want to help. And um, well, well, let's get into and, and he does it in a manner such that you could all relate to, which I think is really beautiful. So one of the first quotes that I liked from Wayne Dyer was how people treat you is their karma. How you react is yours. Right. In the universe, um, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So. Um, you're going around hating people. Well, chances are you, you, you might get a lot of hate back. And usually things don't go very well for, for you. Uh, but when people send hate my way or other people's way, you can either answer them back and fight with them over and over and maybe curse them back. Or, or you can just get to the point where you tell yourself, this is not me. Uh, you know, she's who she is and he is who he is. And that's the way they are. It has nothing really to do with me. Right. So um, that's their karma. Karma means action, by the way. OK. And so you can't control that. It's just outside of your control. I mean, you have the television on with all these commercials. You could shut it off. Right. Or you could leave it on. And another thing that he said was, with everything that has happened to you, you can either feel sorry for yourself or treat what has happened as a gift. Everything is either an opportunity to grow or an obstacle to keep you from growing. You get to choose. So, uh, again, um, the, you know, perception is not – perception defines reality, okay? Um, and 
you know, like the famous author said, you know, we never see the world the way it is. We see the world the way we are. So if you change the way you are, you could look at setbacks and, you know, uh, bad things that have happened to you, going broke or getting fired or um, losing um, a loved one or getting ill um, as um, a, a really horrendous, terrible thing, and it immobilizes you. Or you could grow from that and say, well, what now that I have it, what am I going to do with it? Right? So can I grow from this? So you get to choose. Um, another thing he said that was great was the more you see yourself as what you'd like to become and act as if what you want is already there, the more you'll activate those dormant forces that will collaborate to transform your dream into reality. And, and it, it kind of echoes what Joe Dispenda says about getting inside and contacting the subconscious. And I, um, throughout the ages, people have tried this and it's worked. It'll work then, it'll work now. And I, I certainly endorse that. And um, you see, you have to practice that. And sometimes we have blocks to practicing, seeing ourselves what we'd like to become. Okay, and acting as if it's already there. If, if you're angry with yourself and if you're very depressed and or you're, you're experiencing panic all the time, just reading this quote by Wayne Dyer, you know, is, it will, is nice, but it's really a halfway measure of where you could be after you address this terrible anxiety, this terrible depression you have, this anger issue, okay? And um, that can only happen in a one-on-one -on -one situation with someone who's trained to help you in, in psychotherapy. And this stigma that people have in this country, or maybe I hope it's being broken, um, against it is, is really awful. Okay? Another two quick quotes, and then I'm going to wrap it up. Um, so he says... Um, you don't need to be better than anyone else. You just need to be better than the way you used to be, which is great. And and we talked about Maslow, how we have to grow and achieve. And then he, he, he's also very spiritual, Wayne Dyer. We are not human beings in search of a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings immersed in a human experience, which is really great. Because it, it's like saying there really, there really was never any beginning. There never was really any end. The Buddhist chant, no birth, no death, what does that mean? It means that there's only transformation. Okay, so you think you die, your body dies. But you, whoever you are, continues, okay? So be miserable or motivate yourself. Whatever has to be done, it's always your choice, which is great. So, it, I mean, all of them talk about reprogramming yourself, um, be miserable, or do something about it, take action, okay? And, and I agree with all of that. But let's get to the last part of um, my podcast today, which, um, which deals with the growing mental health crisis I think we really have in this country. 
And the fact that so many people have mental health problems, and of course you combine mental health problems with um, bad gun laws, and uh, we, we witness, unfortunately, all these shootings, okay? So it's really, it, it is, should we limit the amount of guns and should we have background checks? Of course, but that's only part of it. Um, the, the gun advocates will counter and say, you know, people will find a way, really sick people will find a way of getting a gun. Now, my answer is let's get those, if we can, let's get all the sick people in, into therapy and get them some help. I mean, who are the famous, right now, the famous mental health advocates today, for example, are this guy named Jamie Turokowski, who had a friend who was drug addicted and ready to, to hurt themselves. Um, he, he posted uh, this lady's story on MySpace and got so many views. It really started to raise a, a awareness about mental health. Another famous athlete that I think we all witnessed was Naomi Osaka, the tennis star, four-time Grand Slam champion and tennis star Naomi Osaka shocked fans around the world when she withdrew from the French Open in 2021. Why? She was a 23-year-old, and she had to protect her mental health. Um, she, 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 she pretty much had a meltdown. And um, she shared her struggles with depression and anxiety with her fans. So guess what? I was too depressed and too anxious to do my job. Well, what was her job? Her job was to try to win a, uh, a Grand Slam tournament, which is no easy feat in terms of concentration, in terms of mental preparation. But you see, we, we all have Grand Slams in life, okay? Um, you have a Grand Slam as a business manager, as a, someone who's in marketing, someone who's a doctor or a lawyer. You all are facing our grand slams, but you're not going to win the match without taking care of the person who's who's um, competing in the grand slam or complete competing in the Super Bowl. So take so take care of your mental health. The mental the, the mental world controls everything. It really does. Another famous advocate, Canadian advocate, is Margaret Trudeau, former first lady of Canada and mother of the current prime minister. Here's a lady that um, was in politics and um, she was uh, she became the wife of the Canadian prime minister, but um, at a young age, and she lost both her son and her former husband, unfortunately. And then she was living with bipolar disorder. So she's um, she's a famous speaker. And um, these are people today, and I hope there are more that are, that are growing in society, that, you know, really trying to normalize the fact that um, it's not a dead end to have depression or even bipolar disorder. It's it it, it really it really hurts. Um, you're hurting yourself and maybe your family if you don't treat it. And that really that really is my um, my my pitch today is that real motivation 
getting the job done, winning your grand slam in life can be achieved. But just, you know, getting a pep talk or getting, uh, getting excited about what Joe Dispenza has to say and, you know, reprogramming your mind or um, uh, taking action like Tony Robbins um, says repeatedly, you got to do something. Or, you know, um, uh, Wayne Dyer's message that, you know, you have a choice, either complain or do something. But all of them um, want us to develop a vision of a better self and repeatedly say that to ourselves, which is important. But my feeling is, is that there, there are things that block that activity. And what blocks that activity is if you're really angry, if you really can't stand yourself and have poor self-esteem, you're not ready to do all that, okay? And um, maybe people that attend and buy these books from other motivational speakers want that, but they're really in denial that they have big problems of their own that can only be addressed with a therapist, with a psychologist, a social worker, Okay, and not necessarily with drugs and antidepressants. And what people need is what I've advocated is a stress technique, transcendental meditation, beautiful way, natural way to also um, work on your emotional needs and exercise. So I, I come back to my non-prescription prescription, but today I just wanted to show you that real motivation is more than just a book. It's more than just tapes. Uh, you've got to do something for yourself and you and do it in a way that's really getting to the heart of your problem. Okay? Thank you so much, everybody. We'll have another great podcast next week. Super Radiant by Dr. Joe Schwartz, sold on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, opens the works of TM as a path to daily relaxation and stress relief.